0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Let's Alex. God bless you. Good evening, everybody. You're we welcome to the presence of God. I praise God for tonight, and we just commit this segment to, to God Almighty, and the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we ask, O oh God, that I, my mouth will be your mouthpiece, and the words of my mouth are the meditation of my heart, Will be acceptable unto you and i ask oh god that the hearts of every man and woman be receptive to what you are saying tonight let me not speak of my own but let me speak as you're put in me in the mighty name of jesus i surrender to you O oh god take the floor oh god mighty blessed be your holy name in jesus name we are prayed amen amen, amen. praise the lord everybody it's, it's a privilege to be here with you tonight and I will just go straight to the point because of time. Um, understand our our topic is um, overcoming our giants, right? But we have to be for us to overcome our giants, we must overcome fear first. And you cannot overcome your giants if you're fearful, because the fearful are not in right standing with God. It's like testifying against the ability of God. And the fearful are the first on the list of those who will not enter the kingdom of God. And that account you can take it from Revelation chapter 21 verse 8. And I read for you. But be- be- the fearful and the unbelieving, the abominable and murderers and warmongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. But our focus here tonight on this particular scripture is the fearful and the unbelieving. You notice that the fearful and unbelieving, the fearful is on the first list and the unbelieving is on the second, is, is number two on this list. So just like the, so we must, we must not be afraid. We must trust in the ability of God, the power of God because God is with us, and He knows whatever giant you're facing, as long as you're a child of God, be trusting to him, just trusting and believe that he will give you the strength the grace the power to, to to slay that giant now, just like the ten spies in numbers chapter thirteen and fourteen they were where they Children of Israel were encamped in the wilderness of Paran, not far from the land of Canaan. God told Moses to send a leader from every tribe to spy out the land. And you can see, we can read this account from Numbers chapter 13. And give me a minute to open to it. Numbers chapter 13. Oh, my phone. Come on, come on, come on. Numbers chapter 13, where God asked them Moses mm-hmm. to send in send, okay. so, so every tribe, one person from every tribe, that is twelve people, to go spy out on the land. And I read uh, verse two. verse two says that 13 verse two saying, "Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel." Of every tribe of their fathers. Shia sent a man. Every one a ruler among them. And if you continue to 14. You will read the account. So after 40 days. The spies returned. And say that Canaan was a wonderful land. That flows with milk and honey. But 10 of the spies expressed. Words of rebellion. And it raised down. This is what they said. Again in. Again, in Numbers 13, verse 31, I can read it out to you how they expressed their words of rebellion. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it. It's a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. How did they know that they were in the sight of those giants as grasshoppers? So it means that fear can paralyze us from doing what we are supposed to do. They saw themselves as tiny little grasshoppers who would be crushed by big giants. How did they quickly forget the wonders of God who released the judgment of 10 plagues on their oppressors and killed all the firstborns of Egypt, including Pharaoh's first son? How did they quickly forget that God also Parted the Red Sea for them to cross on dry ground while their pursuers perish forever, only to deliver them from captivity. Now, Numbers 23, verse 16 says, God is not a man that he should lie, and nor as a son of man to be threatened shall he say and not perform, shall he speak and not keep his word. How could God ask them to go to Canaan? The land, the promised land. Didn't God know that there were giants in the land? So if God speaks to you about something, don't be afraid. If you are going through an ailment, a situation, a circumstance, don't be afraid. Just locate in the Bible what what the word of God is saying concerning that situation. Because as we have read, if god has spoken it he will do it if he says you are sick and god says i will heal you i will send my word and heal you and deliver you from your own destruction god will do it god will do it so just like they just like the the, the the ten the ten spies that's how fear causes us also to forget God's ability and power to save, to heal, to deliver, to, to, to protect, and, and also to, to defend and, and to provide. And then we end up in regrets because we are fearful. What is our fear saying? God is not able. But God is able. On the other hand, Joshua and Caleb were, we're of a different spirit. They were of a different spirit. If you look at the account, also in, in Numbers 13 verse 13, they were of a different spirit. They said they were able, they were able, in Numbers 10, um, they were able to, they were able, if they could just believe, they were able to go take over the land because God is able to do it for them. But in Numbers 13, 13, 13, 13, I'm sorry, nonetheless, the majority prevailed, and Israel wandered in the wilderness 40 years. Why? That whole generation died. The whole generation, the the unbelieving generation, they wasted time, they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. So we are not to be afraid. You can't be afraid and overcome a, a, a situation, no matter how big that giant is. You are able as long as you trust God's ability, God's power. That because you say, "I this I know the thoughts I have toward you, they are good and not for evil. If God's plan for you are good and not for evil, why would He allow evil to overcome you?" Paul wrote in First Corinthians chapter ten, eleven. These things happened to them as examples for us. They were written down to warn us who live. At the end of age. So, what lessons are we drawing from the incident of the 12 spies so we don't give in to fear? Joshua indicated 10 were intimidated and afraid. Fear follows doubt and self depreciation and delay and also hinders us from obtaining the promises of God or fulfilling our God given purposes some christians are so afraid of failure that they become reserved overly cautious and uninvolved and will never make it to the promised land just like the 10 spies and the generation that did not believe god who wandered in the wilderness for 40 years so these christians who are just like these 10 spies they follow a policy of guarded living holding back their time, holding back their talents, holding back their money from God's service. Why, on the other hand, those who are willing to risk making mistakes and failures are the ones who ultimately achieve great things. If God said, leave New York today and go to, 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 to Florida, there I will bless you. Would you believe God? That as long as you are sure God is saying that you should leave and go to a certain place, he will bless you. You will get a job. You will get a home. You will get married. You will, you, whatever it is that God is asking you to go and he will do for you, God is able to do it. God was able to overcome the giants and give them the promised land. But ten of them both, they brought back an evil report. We must be careful not to not to give an evil report concerning, concerning our situations. Especially if we are Christians. You have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Trust him. Because he that gave his child. He that, he that did not withhold his son from us. Will he withhold any other good thing from you? He will not. The Lord rewarded Caleb and Joshua and their family members enter the promised land. Why? For trusting in, in, in God's power to give them the land as promised. You must promise. There are so many things happening in 2020, I understand. So many deaths, COVID-19, unrest, violence. People are dying here and there. But God wants us to stand on his promise. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 says Finally brethren Be strong in the Lord And in the power of His might Only then can we overcome fear And kill our giants Your strength is not your own It's in the Lord And in the power of God's might Do you have a relationship with God? Are you accepted in the beloved? Because if you are God is telling you tonight, whatever your situation is, whatever the mountain you're facing, no matter how deep your, the, the valley is, no matter the sickness, no matter how the, your bank account reads red, he's saying be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Overcome the fear of lack. Overcome the fear of death. No, Even if the doctors are giving you an evil report, the Bible says, Whose report shall we believe? Shall we not believe the report of the Lord? Read your Bible. Stand on the promises of God. David did not forget how God helped him to overcome the bear and the lion who came after his sheep. With this in mind, he faced a Goliath for real. It was real. In a real place the tall and heavy and big soldiers all Israel were intimidated and fearful and shaky before this Goliath bed David David if you read the account because of time I won't go you you can look look at the account in 1st Samuel chapter 17 verse 34 and 42 we give you how David told you know he said the lion, the, the, the bear came after the sheep, but he went after, you know, God gave him the, the strength to go after this bear and get out the sheep. And the lion also did the same thing and they did not eat up his sheep because God was with him. He tr- trusted. God had proven his faithfulness, his strength, his power to David. And so now when he faced this G- G- Goliath, he now told him, you, I will bring you down. I'll cut your head and feed your head to the birds. Because I come against you in the name of the Lord, not in his strength, not in his ability, but in the name of the Lord. So whatever you're facing tonight, you will overcome it in the name of the Lord. You overcome that cancer in the name of the Lord. You overcome that delay in the name of the Lord. We are overcoming COVID-19 in the name of the Lord. We are overcoming joblessness in the name of the Lord. We are overcoming troubled marriages in the name of the Lord. We are overcoming spiritual attacks, demonic attacks. All against us, against our families in the name of the Lord. But you must remember Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 said, and they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. What is on your word, on your, your tongue? Constantly do not speak fear. Constantly do not speak fear to your mountain. Speak about your God, your strength, the power. Luke ten nineteen 19 says, I have given you authority. To trade on snakes and scorpions. And to overcome all the powers of the enemy. And nothing shall but enemies harm you. This is the word of God. Believe it. We must believe the word of God. And as I round up because of our time. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. Paul told Timothy to stir up the gift of God. That is within him. For God had not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That was true for Timothy. And it is true for every follower of Christ. Paul's reasoning in the above scripture is that since God did not give Timothy a spirit of fear, then he should not allow fear to rule his life. He should not allow fear to rule his his, 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 his job. His marriage, to rule, even your children, don't allow fear too, to rule over your marriage, your children. What are you afraid of? The same is true for you and I. We should not bow to fear, but stand against fear. Because his word says that he has given his people not fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Fear is Amen. not to be a controlling influence in your life, in my life. Because God, through his spirit and his word, strengthens his people to defeat the spirit of fear. Amen. So what should your motto be? What should my motto be? It should be in, in, in Philippians chapter 4:13. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I have strength for this mountain. Who are that mountain to stand before Alexis? Who are that mountain to stand before Sandra? You speak to it with authority. Because I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency, not yours. Praise the Lord. So tonight, if you struggle with intimidation or with fear, the first step in overcoming begins with the power of studying the word of God and believing what God says in your heart and boldly declaring it as David did. You have to boldly. But if you don't study the word of God, if you don't hide it, store it as a treasure in your heart, when you face a circumstance, there's nothing there the Holy Ghost will pull out for you to use as a weapon. Because the weapons of our warfare are not kind of, they are mighty through God to today, pulling down of strongholds. You have to have it. Don't be pushed around by Satan. Learn to stand on your ground and declare. Just like Philippians chapter 4 13 says, I have strength for all things. Locate that word that is applicable to your situation or circumstance. And the Lord God Almighty will continue to give you the grace, the strength, the power He has given. So activate it. He has given. He said, I have given you authority. So it's given. It's not like He's given, He has already given to you. Activate it with your faith. activated don't be intimidated don't be fearful because when you're fearful you're saying god can't but god can is able to do all things god is able to do all things beyond what you ask Him, beyond what i we ask him beyond what i pray for beyond what i imagine or think and how is it going to do that according to the power that is in you? Do you have the power? Yes, you do. Christ has given the power. Praise the yeah. Lord. I encourage you tonight. Amen. I encourage you tonight. Put on the armor of God and be able to resist and stand your ground in the evil day. And when you've yeah. done everything, stand firm against fear and be fully prepared. Be immovable and victorious over fear and giants that come because you are in Christ. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Abba, Father, I ask for your living and active words to come alive in the hearts of those who are under the sound of my voice. Lord, I ask you to root out intimidation and fear and I also ask you to heal them in the doors of their hearts. And minds where fear and intimidation has bullied and tormented them and left a wound that is constantly reminding them that they cannot. When you say we can, I bless everyone with strength and confidence in the Lord so that their foot will not be caught in the traps of fear. Mighty God, let them firmly be rooted in you and uplifted today well above intimidation and fear and lord god for the rest of the year and for the rest of our lives make them make me a giant slayer in the most powerful name of jesus christ we are prayed amen amen in jesus name hallelujah